everyone. In this episode, due to recent events, community leaders weigh in on if McKinleyville should change its name. I chatted with Congressman Huffman, Supervisor Madrone, and the McKinleyville Community Services District about that. Also in episode 173, a new trail, an all-star, SpongeBob, Dreamers, The Color Orange, a Hall of Famer home, Remembrance, Burgers, New Music, and more. Humboldt Last Week is Humboldt County's news podcast, available anytime at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Made possible by these sponsors. Brick and Fire Bistro, now open for dine-in and carry-out. Check out their social media for hours. The menu entices before we arrive at BrickandFireBistro.com. Bongo Boy Studio, creatives are now conducting safe recording sessions with ultra-clean equipment and no entourages for now. Check out the high-end equipment at BongoBoyStudio.com. Still in Eureka, Humboldt's finest head shop and culture store. Find them on Instagram at Still Clubhouse and Still Humboldt. North Coast Journal, award-winning in-depth reporting. Keep up with the latest at NorthCoastJournal.com. Photography by Shy, spell it S-H-I. Portraits just right. Keep her in mind for your next photo session. Learn more at PhotographyByShy.com. North Coast Co-op, located in Arcata and Eureka. Open every day, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. All right, well, to those of you that spend hours in the daytime watching diners, drive-ins, and dives, followed by a night of singing the song All Star at your favorite Humboldt karaoke spot, this is your jackpot. Smash Mouth singer Steve Harwell recently joined Ferndale native Guy Fieri to shoot an episode that'll eventually air on Food Network uh, to celebrate this news. Here's the song All-Star repeated 12 times. Some shit won't tell me the shit. Just kidding. You think I'd do that to you instead? Here's Walking on the Sun 12 times. You might as well be walking on the sun. There's this notable house up for sale in Soham. The asking price, 5 million bucks. Reading this article in the Times Standard, it's the Redwood Grove House, which came from the mind of late great architect Julia Morgan. Julia was inducted into the California Hall of Fame by the governor back in 08 and also brought us the Hearst Castle down south. The Soham Arts and Crafts House is near the Benbow Inn, and a source told the paper it's hosted Hollywood Elite and politicians over the years. You can check out the virtual YouTube tour, if you fancy, of the Redwood Grove house. All right, there's this post going around right now about addiction from the page The Addict's Diary, and I thought that Humble could maybe relate to this in a little way. Uh, A lot of people here could vibe with this. There's a mom. She's got a sign that says Narcan saved my life. She's next to her maybe five-year-old son. He's got a sign that says, and now I get to have my mommy. This is juxtaposed next to a photograph of this mom years ago, passed out in her vehicle. The caption is, millions saw me overdose after a photo taken to me by a police officer went viral. None of those people have seemed to have the time to reach out and check on me. But here's an update. Today, I celebrated three years clean and my son gets to have his mommy back. How about you make that go viral, reads the post. And it just got me thinking, you know, maybe we see some of these people on Only in Humboldt, maybe three years from now, maybe they'll be saying something like this. Success stories do happen. People do get better. 
Have you ever had one of those moments where you're like, I'm this many years old and it took me that long to figure this out? So I'm going to talk about SpongeBob for a second. As you probably know, the late creator of SpongeBob, Steven Hillenburg, went to Humboldt State University. He was really good to the university when he was alive, donating money to it, donating money to the marine lab up there around Trinidad. And I was very lucky to get to interview Steven before he passed away. And he was talking to me about how much he enjoyed the Trinidad area, how much he enjoyed visiting certain spots in Humboldt. And I was driving with my family past Patrick's Point the other day. And I was like, oh my gosh, Patrick from SpongeBob was definitely named after Patrick's Point. Right? In and out, burger in Eureka. Maybe you've been wondering about when that's going to open. And if not, maybe let this story serve as an inspiration to grill your own perfect gourmet burger this weekend or maybe even have a veggie burger if you roll that way. But In-N-Out and Eureka did have an update via KAEF. Of course, the pandemic delayed their opening, but they're aiming to open up their doors midsummer. They said a rep said they'll do drive through patio seating and limited dine in seating. Still, some of us might be focused on buying way more local burgers than corporate ones, but the in and out stuff is still fun. Orange. That's the first thing that comes to mind when looking at the city of Eureka's new branding as they seek to bring in tourists from all over the globe to this beautiful area. Eureka got this new marketing contract. They've got some videos out now and you can check out the updated website, by the way. It looks pretty snazzy, in my opinion. Go to visit You know, and maybe with the new colorful and yes, orange branding, maybe after the pandemic, more people will come and vitamin C us. (laughs) So I found this really cool new song here from a Humboldt band, an indie duo called The Carmonauts. That would be Dominic Romano of Bongo Boy Studio and remotely Michael Stevenson. This new song features a guy you've also likely seen performing all over Humboldt, Michael David. I reached out about this new song, Spear Throw. Dominic told me it's the only song that Michael Stevenson co-wrote with his wife. Uh, Maybe a catharsis for some of you trying to pull your loved ones out of a funk. It's great local new stuff. Here's Spear Throw, new music from the Carmonauts. Our community college, College of the Redwoods, and the Humble Area Foundation are helping to get stimulus money to the Dreamer students who were left out of the traditional coronavirus checks that were sent out. The college says the grant will provide $325 in direct payments to their DACA, or Dreamer, students. Dreamers, in this case, would be undocumented students whose families moved here to the U.S. Words from the foundation, we recognize the immense impacts this pandemic has had on the most vulnerable people in our communities and the organizations that serve them. HSU has also been supporting Dreamers. A vigil was held for the 19-year-old from Trinidad who recently died while kayaking near Camel Rock. Hundreds of community members gathered to celebrate the life of Nicholas Brunner, celebrating his life with memories, music, and warmth. As KIEM reported, Nicholas is remembered for his philosophical thinking and kind heart and enjoyed his time on Humboldt beaches. Have you tried the new trail through Sequoia Park in Eureka? 
It was recently completed by the California Conservation Corps. It's a trail parallel to the driving path in there down to the Duck Pond, so no more sharing the path with vehicles. Sweet. I hope you can eventually check it out and take some good pictures. And wow, they've also got that canopy walk coming to that area soon, too. So very fun. And then the final story here. Recently, California Governor Gavin Newsom expressed his support of allowing residents of Fort Bragg down in Mendocino County to vote on renaming their city due to the moniker's association with a slave owner. Braxton Bragg was a slave owner. And that caused listeners to ask, hey, will McKinleyville residents consider the same thing for similar reasons? A little under six miles from McKinleyville, at the direction of voters in 2019, the city of Arcata removed their historic statue of U.S. President William McKinley, which had previously stood in the college town's plaza for roughly 113 years. McKinley was the 25th president from 1897 until his assassination in 1901. Here's something from the official argument from those who were successful in their plight to take that statue down, quote, McKinley represents the belief in manifest destiny that was used to justify the dispossession, enslavement, and genocide of the indigenous peoples of this continent and abroad. And then the official argument from those who had hoped the statue would remain on the plaza, quote, McKinley was a dedicated abolitionist and enlisted in the Union Army to fight slavery. He was the last Civil War veteran to serve as president, a strong advocate for the voting rights of black citizens, and appointed many blacks to federal positions. So the municipality of McKinleyville, which hosts around 15,000 residents, is currently served by the County of Humboldt and the McKinleyville Community Services District. The county is currently gathering data, by the way, to assess the financials of possibly designating McKinleyville as a city. So you could read that report in the Times Standard. Here's a quote from McKinleyville Community Services District General Manager Patrick Caspari. As far as renaming McKinleyville, the board largely reserves their efforts to focus on our mission, which is to provide McKinleyville with safe and reliable water, wastewater, lighting, open space, parks and recreation, and library services in an environmentally and fiscally responsible manner. Then I chatted with Humboldt County Supervisor Steve Madrone, who represents McKinleyville's district. He said... I will support what the residents of McKinleyville want. It's their town. I live in Trinhaven. He's talking about Trinidad and West Haven area. I would like to see the name change from this guy, Mr. Manifest Destiny. And then finally, I chatted with U.S. Congressman Jared Huffman, who represents McKinleyville at the federal level. He said, every community should take this moment to reflect on the messages we send intentionally or not with not just our laws and policies, but with symbols, monuments, and place names. This isn't a one-size-fits-all question. Each community and each of these situations should be thoughtfully considered in context. So again, the McKinleyville Community Services District, Humboldt County Supervisor Steve Madrone, and U.S. Congressman Jared Huffman all weighing in on this. Either way, McKinleyville will likely never be renamed unless an organized effort and voters make it so. So I pose this question to residents of McKinleyville. You're turned away in. Following the removal of the McKinley statue nearby in Arcata last year and the consideration of renaming Fort Bragg now, would you vote in favor of renaming your community back to, say, Dow's Prairie, Minersville, you know, something the Weot or Yurok people once called it, or even something different than that? And why or why not? Humboldt Last Week is Humboldt County's news podcast, available anytime 
at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Made possible by these sponsors. Brick and Fire Bistro, now open for dine-in and carry-out. Check out their social media for hours. The menu entices before we arrive at BrickandFireBistro.com. Bongo Boy Studio. Creatives are now conducting safe recording sessions with ultra-clean equipment and no entourages for now. Check out the high-end equipment at bongoboystudio.com. Still in Eureka, Humboldt's finest head shop and culture store. Find them on Instagram at Still Clubhouse and Still Humboldt. North Coast Journal, award-winning in-depth reporting. Keep up with the latest at northcoastjournal.com. Photography by Shy, spell it S-H-I. Portraits just right. Keep her in mind for your next photo session. Learn more at photographybyshy.com. North Coast Co-op, located in Arcata and Eureka. Open every day, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. 